Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Boone Gio, coming to you live from the Ford Talk Studio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Our old buddy Brian Jones has been texting me about this Lamar Jackson thing. Like, he's getting all worked up watching us from home in Wellington, Florida, the freshly engaged <laughs> Brian Jones. So I told him, I said, listen, man, it's like, listen, you're part of the CBS Sports family. You're friends with us. You want to call in and argue with us about Lamar Jackson? Go ahead and do it. But you just texted me all this stuff. I'm like, go ahead and call. I'm going to just ask you a question. What's the argument? All right, I mean, I don't know what what argument there is. I, you know, I'm advising him to get an agent. The contract should have been done two years ago. It wasn't done, and he's not getting what Deshaun Watson is getting. And you know, and he's talking about the structure of the contract. That means guaranteed money. That's really all that can mean, right? So basically, he says that he knows somebody who's working with Lamar Jackson, who's a very successful businessman, but he's not his agent. And he's saying that the pushback is the structure of the deal, not the money. And then he said about agents, this was his thing about agents. He said, many disagree with paying an agent 3% for, let's say, 20 or 30 hours of work. They opt to pay the rep an hourly rate. And then we were talking about players representing themselves. He said, Bobby Wagner did fine work repping himself last year. He said he may be an outlier considering he's an NFL, uh, NFL veteran. Yeah, so that's, that's, you know, that's one guy. Yeah, and he goes, I had to, he, he got so mad, he said, I had to stop watching you knuckleheads. That's what he said. Well, I'll tell him, I'll say, look, man. I'll say, knucklehead, I'll show you, yeah. knucklehead. Yeah, how about Daniel Jones's contract? How about Russell Wilson's contract? How about yeah. Kyler Murray's contract? Yeah, I mean, I mean, those are all the contracts that, you know, you'd be looking at and trying to make comparables to. Because you're not, not going to make a comparable to Deshaun Watson. And we went over the numbers. Just the, the football numbers. Forget the off-the-field stuff for a second. Yeah. Just the pure football numbers. Mm -hmm. And I know Deshaun Watson basically only played a, a few games last year, and the year before that he didn't play. So we went back to the three previous years where he had legitimate numbers up there. And I'm telling you, I, re I remember talking to Frank when he was out in Indianapolis and saying how hard it was to play against Deshaun Watson. It was just impossible to play against them. He was yeah. so talented and so good and could do everything and had a slingshot for an arm and could throw as well as anybody in the league. Mm -hmm. So he was a he's an, he's the outlier. Yes, that is right. And he became available when you had a, you know, a very, very desperate franchise in the Cleveland Browns that have made so many wrong decisions over the last 20 years that they had no other choice but to go after. And another reason why you've been advocating for an agent, and I agree, is the fact that you need a buffer between the team and the player. Even if he's got someone there as a businessman or a representative or whatever, he's still too attached to it. And by the way, Brian Jones, you know how much money Lamar Jackson has lost over the last two years? Yeah. He's never going to make that money back? Yeah, it's, 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 it is not... 
In order to make that money back that he should have been paid over the last two years, he's going to have to make an extra $50 million. I mean, this is not some sort of personal attack on Lamar Jackson. If anything, it's like you, you want him to be handling this better than he is. Well, you know, here's the, if you, it's, it's not a personal attack, but the, the, the point being is that I believe that the, the Ravens believe that he quit on them. And I understand why they would think that way, but I also understand why Lamar Jackson would want to protect his knee. Sure, of course. I totally understand that because he doesn't have guaranteed money, you know, protecting that knee. So then maybe he has to make a, you know, I, I love this one, the business decision. Sure. And the business decision is, you know, I'm not playing if you ain't paying me. Yeah, it's sort of like a bowl game situation for a highly touted draft prospect, right? I mean, like yeah, I'm not I mean, going like, to play no, in this game. And by the way, not, none of this is personal about anything. Yeah. None of it. And I don't know why everybody gets all jacked up about Lamar Jackson. <laughs> he should have been play. He should have been paid two years ago. He wasn't. Yeah. He's been representing himself. You know, there was the, the Sean Watson contract that came out. Steve Bashotti, the owner of the Baltimore Ravens, basically said this could be a problem for all of us because Bashotti knew that he was dealing with Lamar Jackson and himself. Mm hmm. That's right. So, and by the way, there's no agent representing that I know of, that the NFL PA knows of, representing Deshaun Watson didn't have an agent. And, and we're not talking about 10%. We're talking 3%. 3% of this contract. And I know no one wants to give up that large amount of money when you're talking about these quarterback contracts, but you talked about the money that he lost. If he was represented by one of these great agencies, he would. that 3% is nothing you know, compared he, to what he lost. He should be in, in the middle of an extension already. Yeah. And coming back this season, being the quarterback of the uh, uh, the you know, the Ravens almost beat the Bengals with Tyler Huntley. That that's right. how good that's how good the Ravens are as a team. And how well coached they are, too. Right, exactly. They're one of the best coaches in football. Yeah. And, you know, if maybe if Lamar plays, they, they probably may win the game. Yeah. True. I mean, might, that might have changed the whole... Well, the Chiefs probably would have ended up winning still. But, I mean, yeah, it was a big deal. And we would have been denied that great game between the Chiefs and the Bengals. And nobody is sitting here doubting that Lamar Jackson isn't a great football player. The question is, is why hasn't he already been paid? And, you know, what risk... And Baltimore knows the risk and knows him better than anybody. Has he been late to meetings? Has he been late to an airplane? Has he been, you know, the total leader that you want him to be? Has he bought into everything that you want your leader to be, that you are going to put the money into? Yeah. All those questions, they know the answers to. Right. We sit out here on the outside and we give our opinions. And for somebody to get all locked up in some sort of, like, personal, you know, argument, about Lamar being paid is ridiculous. Well, I think everybody looks at this. Every player, I think, yes. looks at this as if the Baltimore Ravens are disrespecting Lamar Jackson. <laughs> and, and, that, every, and every inter, uh, coaching staff and general manager sees it completely how the Ravens see it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that when Lamar Jackson started looking at that Deshaun Watson contract, that ended up screwing the whole thing. I mean that—that's really what it was. I mean, because these nobody wants to continue with that precedent. And by the way, if uh, if he signs his tag with the uh, Baltimore Ravens, he's going to make thirty-two million dollars this year. Is that bad? <laughs> no, no, it's not for one year, fully guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad at all. I can't even. And then if he gets hurt again, and then there's a question as to whether or not he wants to come back later in the year, then he can sit out again. If you well, want. that's another, yeah, it's another part of this thing. I mean, this is why it's sort of the same thing with Daniel Jones in the sense that Daniel Jones had injury history, even though he stayed healthy last year. Playing on that franchise tag is not a good idea for him. He had to cash in now, and he did. And by the way, remember, 
Daniel Jones fired his agents. Mm-hmm. At CAA. Because I believe that they were talking to him during the season, and they were very close to signing him to a contract, regardless of what the Giants say. And he didn't like where that was going. And he did Well, he, yeah, of course. And he waited, and he bet on himself. And the next thing you know, he goes out there and gets athletes first. They do a hell of a job for him, and they get him $82 million guaranteed. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, that that is the place you got to go. Which, in a sense, by the way, he's still betting on himself. I know that sounds ridiculous with the fact that he has a essentially a two-year contract for $82 million guaranteed. Sounds like he's already won the bet. Sure, he has. Well, no, but he's betting on himself again to do another contract. Yeah, but he could, sure, at the end of this one, but and, could could uh, he opt you know, out after, after, two, after two years, baby? He could opt out? If he if they go to the playoffs the next two years and he goes on and has a year like Jalen Hurts had, mm. or two years like Jalen Hurts had, or somehow gets this team to the Super Bowl and <laughs> is continuing to play better, you know, what I appreciate about this contract is the Giants can get, can get out from under it, but then he can also go and want to extend it. Yeah, very true. So it's kind of they met halfway and they did a good job. I wonder if the over under numbers have come out yet. I don't think so. I think it's a little early for that. I'd be really curious to see what the Giants' win total is this year. I mean, the Jets right now is still up in the air comparing to people. And by the way, I saw a lot of people yesterday tweeting out something we said probably a week and a half ago, which was. Oh, look at the odds in Vegas for the Jets to win the Super Bowl. They're like the seventh in the NFL and the fourth in the AFC. So Vegas thinks Rodgers is coming. Uh, we talked about that, I don't know how long ago. Right. And then on top of it, I said they have to protect themselves. Even if they didn't think Rodgers was coming and it was like 60-40 or 40-60 or something like that, the books don't want to take a bath. They got to protect themselves. So that's another reason why they're up there. All right, let's go to Nick at East Hanover. What's going on, Nick? Hey, guys, I'm uh, listening to this Lamar talk. I was wondering if you think he's read the contract over like an Asian would and really knows the specifics of what was in this Deshaun Watson contract that he wants. Well, he's working supposedly with a lawyer yes. who uh, obviously is reading the contracts for him. So I'm assuming that he's laying it out as to what the Baltimore Ravens have offered. So that that's and, and he, the only one that could say yes or no is Lamar. Right. It, it's his contract. He's got somebody reading it for him, and he knows in his mind what he wants in terms of guaranteed money. Well, him and his mom are still doing the negotiating. Whatever the guaranteed money is, you know that I guess I'm assuming that's the structure of the contract that yeah. uh, Brian Jones is uh, alluding to. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. I mean, I wish he would call in so we could fight him on this. I'm going to fight nothing, him. There's no reason to fight I'm him. I'm ready to fight him. I'm ready to fight that guy right now. But he, he's getting all emotional and getting all head. personal. I don't yeah, know why he's, he's calling all, you a knucklehead. He's calling me a knucklehead. He's like, you, get, you knuckleheads. And they said, you get my, get my you juices. How many times I've seen him say something on TV where I want to call him too and say he's a yeah, knucklehead? Do you, you text but I don't him, do that to him. Do you text him live on the air when he's doing the college football show on Saturdays? Every now and again, I'll text him and I'll say, hey, nice jacket. Yeah, something like that. Nice shoes, nice jacket, nice beard. Something like that. You get rid of the beard. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like the beard. I got like Lovey Smith. He does. I think that's a good look, though. You think that's a good look for him? Yeah, I think that's a great look. By He's the a way, handsome dude, man. Speaking of, he is a tremendously handsome dude. But uh, how about Lovey Smith and trying to win that game and what that meant for the Chicago Bears? Former Bears coach Lovey Smith with the Houston Texans in the, their seventeenth game, Week eighteen. Goes out, wins that last football game to make the Texans have the second overall pick. The Bears, the number one overall pick. And look what the Bears got back. A hole. 
Yes. Including DJ Moore in a very weak wide receiver class, both in the draft and in free agency. A first round pick next year, the ninth overall pick this year, a second round pick this year. Just insanity what they got back. And because of the Jalen Carter issue, the defensive tackle with Georgia. Yeah. And now all that story coming out and Mm -hmm. he has been charged and he's got to go through all that. You know, Jalen Carter was considered going into this as one of the top defensive tackles in all of football, if not the best defensive tackle coming into this uh, mm-hmm. this draft, he may end up falling to number nine now to Chicago. I don't know if he'll fall out of the first round. I, I don't know because I don't know all the legal ramifications of what he's dealing with. But there's a very good chance that you could see uh, them pick up a defensive lineman, which they need there. They got their wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Now they need uh, they need defense. They need a lot of help on defense, and, and he's signing defensive players. Yeah, and the, the Texans still may get the player that they wanted all along. Like, let's say the Carolina Panthers traded up to get Stroud, and the Texans like Bryce Young more. Or your boy Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson as well. So, you know, here's the thing, and this is why, the and I, 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 I like I told you yesterday, I, I know what Frank's, likes are when it comes to attributes the quarterbacks and and the guy that fits that moniker to a t would be cj stroud Mm. size accuracy leadership great character great dude uh great person uh you know all the great things that come along with that but here's the other thing they were at the combine and this trade happened after the combine and they saw something that we've never seen before and that is just an absolute bullet of a locomotive of anthony richardson yeah and Frank may see that and say, wow, we've never seen this skill set before. And all we have to do is kind of get him right. And he doesn't have to play the first year. And we get a quarterback in here that we that we believe in, that we can play with. And let Anthony learn the NFL, learn our system. That could be, that could be the case, too. Because physically, he measures up like you can't believe in terms of his physical stature. Yeah, and that's what I said. You get him with the right coach, and you make sure he sits at least a year, and that is the perfect situation. And Frank Reich would be that right coach. You'd like to think he'd be the right coach, but the other thing, too, is is that maybe they met C.J. Stroud, they saw Anthony Richardson, met with him a little bit, and met with Bryce Young, who everybody loves, Mm -hmm. who everybody says is a can't-miss player. You know, he's short, and the NFL has changed the way that they play so shorter players can have success. So maybe they want to take these 40 days before the draft or wherever you are, 42 days, whatever it is, and meet all of these players and really do a deep dive in all three of them and then finally come to a consensus pick. Right. Yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, they, That, to me, I think seems the most practical and reasonable. Right. I mean, you trade up to the first round pick, not necessarily because you know exactly who you want, but now you have the option to take whoever you want. And that's kind of the messaging that's coming out of Carolina. Yeah. And maybe they also know that. Look, we'll take any one of these three guys and we'll trade back to four with the Colts. Yeah. You know, maybe the Colts are willing to give a huge package. Maybe. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I mean, so they're sitting in the, you know, they're sitting in the controlling seat right now. They gave up a lot to get it, but they obviously like a number of players that could go number one. And, and hopefully they're probably debating one or two or three of the quarterbacks. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast CBS Sports Network. I know Friday is uh, St. Patty's Day. That's right. Looking yeah. forward to that. And Saturday, I'm going to be out at the Riptide at Nassau Coliseum because ah. they're doing a big uh, pr- uh, promotion with uh, our uh, foundation. You and Peter Schwartz? Me and Peter Schwartz, yes. Nice. So, 6 o'clock at Nassau Coliseum. I'll be out at the Riptide game. Looking forward to that first game I, I've been to. But also... March 18th, I believe, marks the one-year anniversary of some significant thing that happened in the NFL. Mm. So what happened on March 18th last year in the NFL that sent shockwaves through the NFL? Shockwaves? Shockwaves. Shockwaves. Hmm. Shockwaves. Come on, guys. You know this. Shockwaves. Shockwaves. I mean, it was was an earthquake throughout the NFL. Russell Wilson got traded. Nope. Oh, it's a good guess. Good guess, though. It's in that. It's in that vein. Deshaun uh, Watson. Oh, yes, Deshaun Watson was go. traded on March eighteenth of twenty twenty two, and he signed that behemoth contract with the Cleveland Browns. How much money do you think Deshaun Watson has made in the calendar year with the Cleveland Browns? Well, I don't know because we talked about this yesterday. We don't know what was the signing bonus. I'm going to say eighty seven million dollars. Deshaun Watson has made in the one calendar year by restructuring his contract with the Browns this week uh, to be able to give them some cap flexibility because they converted uh, his salary into right. a signing bonus. 
almost ninety million dollars. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, and the whole thing's stupid. The salary cap is stupid. The way you spread the money out, right. stupid. Eighty nine point eight million dollars, and that doesn't count last right. year's salary. Right. And that's so only. baby, so basically, they have given him over ninety million. Right. He counted one million towards the cap. Yeah, of yours, and ninety million is almost as many accusers as he had too. Which right. Is, so, right around the so, same number. So he has made in one calendar year from the Cleveland Browns, who are idiots. Ninety million dollars. Yeah, that's gone into his bank account, and half of that comes out for taxes. And he's played how many games? Uh, I think he played what five games last year. Yeah, I mean, you take the massages out of it. He's the Kevin Durant of the NFL, right? <laughs> Getting paid a lot for not playing, so you can understand why guys like Lamar Jackson are ticked off. Yeah. <laughs> but like, don't take it out on the Ravens. Yeah, ninety million dollars, man. The Browns have given Deshaun Watson. All right, Jerry, what's going on in sports? We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. And by the way, the Browns also gave up the 2022 first-round pick, 2023 first-round pick, 2024 first-round pick, a 2023 third-round pick, and a 2024 fourth-round pick. Yeah. For a guy who's good, he's not that good. Right. I mean, we haven't yeah, seen that. $90 million plus all of those graph assets. <laughs> Don't you think, all kidding aside, don't you think there's something wrong, though, when we live with this quote-unquote salary cap and that crap happens? Well, what kind of a salary cap is it, really? Well, it's a kind of a flexible one. But yeah. uh, ultimately, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass somewhere. Well, you see all these guys getting cut and stuff because of it. There yeah. are guys that get released because of it. Guys get hurt by it, but teams get hurt by it as well. I mean, because they move money and they try to push it down the road. Right, but in the calendar year, what was the salary cap? Two thirty? That's not about right. Two twenty five right now. So in the calendar year of a salary cap of two twenty five, that guy essentially got ninety million dollars. But on a roster go, of fifty something people. But it doesn't go against the salary cap in that vein. But he was given ninety million dollars. Yes, that's so just stupid. I mean, right. could you imagine like if you were a player on that team? Like what? What are we giving him ninety million for? What did he do? Right. Well, I mean, it's not about what he did; it's about what he's supposed to do. And in the AFC, Cleveland believes that they're going to be a player, just like the Jets believe they're going to be a player when Aaron Rodgers gets here. Will you do a halftime interview with Peter Schwartz at the Riptide game? He's texting me this right. Yeah, now. I got that text yesterday as well. Yeah. Oh, for real? Why are you texting you guys? Well, he, he gets, doesn't have your number. Don't the give my number. Don't give my number. <laughs> I'll just send over the contact. I wonder if he. Cut and paste the text to me. <laughs> it will Boomer do a halftime interview? You know, I just promoted it, Peter. Just give me a breath, man. Just give you me. You probably a should. I probably will. Right. He wants you to just make it up to the press box halftime. Oh, he wants me to go find him. He actually said that in your text to get him. Go wow. He said uh, if he could make it up to the press box at halftime, that'd be great. Do you know this would be the first time that I set foot in the Nassau Coliseum since it was uh, created, to, like the Slinky? Really? Yeah. Wow. I have not been in that building since they redid it. And I guess now they're going to knock it down again? I don't know. Who the hell knows? I was in there Friday. Isn't MGM Resorts trying to do something out there? They are. They're trying to make a real legit casino there. Ugh. What are they Friday for? Uh, the boat show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Drove in a little loading bay and everything. It's kind of cool. How was it? It was awesome. You yeah, know, the boat me. show was great. Did you say anything you liked? Of course. I mean, I say every time I See go there. See regulator that you've been... Yes, like, they had you know, it there. <laughs> Yes, I've been slurping the regulator, yes. Which one did they have in there? They had the, I think, 34. The yeah, but you're like foot? a 41, right? We're talking about the 41-foot, right? Uh, yeah, the four, that's a million-dollar boat. So, right. you know. Well, just All keep right. doing what you're doing. Adam Schefter tweet I am looking at right now. 
says the Jets are actively working to reach an agreement with Packers free agent wide receiver Alan Lazard. <laughs> There's another team involved and no final decision, but the Jets are trying to reunite Lazard and OC Nathaniel Hackett. And, and somebody else. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yes. You didn't even say that, but yeah. I think we were sitting here at 8.30 on Tuesday morning. We're still... It's insane. Waiting for the Well, you know, official. the amazing thing is, is because of the contract and the way it was written and everything else, you know, I guess there's, there's, they got, they got to be careful about how they talk or maybe it would be void or something like that. So everybody knows so what's going stupid. on. So stupid. The Jerry's point. It's so Why stupid. can't someone come out and say we've agreed to, details still have to be worked out, but we've agreed to a trade. Exactly. All these deals that right. happened during the tampering period aren't official until a couple of days, exactly. but all of them are reported. So what's yes. the difference here? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. People want to know what's going on. So on the McAfee show, one of his former teammates is A.J. Hawk. So he was asked about it. What do you know? Please. Do you know anything? Nothing. No. I honestly don't. But I am getting texts from people asking me. Yeah. Oh, he is an insider. All right. I'm sick of it. Yes, we all are. Yep. Exactly right. A.J. Hawk said he's sick of it? No, that was McAfee at the end that that said he's sick of it. Okay. Well, join the club. I mean, if Alan Lazard's coming here, then... It's 100% done, in my opinion. Because 100%. He has to be. Lazard ends up here and Rodgers retires. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, Jacoby Brissett's sitting back there. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. Or Ryan Tannehill. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's another one. We know it won't be Mike White. He went to Miami. He got two years and $8 million. Could be 16 with incentives. Um, what well, I mean, we've done all this already. Eh, I'll give you, I want to play this for you. So this is out of the realm of sports. Yeah. So you, Grant's taken a beating, as we know, correct? Yeah, ridiculous. All right, you've, have you seen this interview? I've seen it, Have yeah. you seen this, Boomer? I've seen it, yes. All right, so I'm going to play it, and then we'll decide if he was rude as he is being portrayed. Here we go. This was on ABC. Hugh Grant, you are a veteran of the Oscars. And you've been here a few times. What's your favorite thing about coming to the Oscars? Um, well, uh, <laughs> it's fascinating. It's uh, it's uh, the, the whole of humanity is here. It's uh, <laughs> it's Vanity Fair. Oh, it's all about Vanity yeah. Fair. Yes, that's where we let loose and have a little bit of fun. Um, what are you most excited to see tonight? To see? Yeah, well, I know that you probably watched a few of the movies. Are you excited to see anybody win? Do you have your hopes up for anyone? Um, not, not, no, no one in particular. Okay, well, what are you wearing tonight, then? Uh, just my suit. Your suit? Who yeah. made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember. My tailor. That's okay. Yeah. Ta- shout out to the tailor. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. <laughs> yeah, but still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, almost. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. That was it. All right, yeah. so she did a good job. No. She, I thought oh. she, I thought well, she well, Why do you say that? Because she asked terrible questions. Yeah, but because that's you can't, fluff. The whole no, thing is fluff. I'm sorry, but if you ask terrible questions, get terrible answers. And that's exactly what she did. What are you looking forward to see tonight? And he's like, see? What are, what are you talking right, about? You the, see, when I heard but, that but first, then, I'm thinking yeah, the people, she, she, yeah, but, winners. But, she, but, she, but she then explained herself. Yeah. 
And then he kind of answered it. I mean, the whole thing was blown out of proportion. It was nothing. It, right. nothing. it was nothing. We agree. It was nothing. And the it's other nothing. thing is, too, like, so I saw that Glass Onion movie. I don't remember him in it at all. I Apparently watched it was the three whole thing. seconds. Yeah. Right. I didn't even remember. So she didn't do the research on that. She probably just handed a card that said Glass Onion, asked him about it. And he's like, I was in it for three seconds. What are you talking about? So she's there. And she's got to interview what? 35, 40 people. Right, and she's not qualified to do it because she's a model. Yeah, but the point being is I thought she actually did okay. She sounded fine. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Horrendous you know that, that whole thing, that whole Who are you hour, wearing? Like, he doesn't care about that. That's yeah, for the that's women a, with the Vera Wang dress. No, but that's a big deal for everybody. Like, no. you know, whose tuxedo are you wearing? No, no, What's no, no, going no, on? That's a big and deal. That's that why point, I don't even watch it. And, that, and why are we even arguing about it? At the point where he was giving oh. those answers, you can't then go, who are you wearing? Because you know you're going to get some... Just my suit. You. Everybody knew at that point in the interview that he was going to give you a snarky uh, answer. I think back he was trying to be funny. I. I don't know. I don't really. You know. I didn't even think he was snarky. He. Actually, yeah. I mean, he wasn't rude at all. But uh, she did. Those are terrible questions. Is she a plus size model? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, and then have something to do with it. The whole thing, like you know, you're being mean to her and all this other crap because of sympathy. I I, what is what I don't are you know. doing? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know who she is. Yeah, she's been in Sports Illustrated for the swimsuit editions. So she's not a, she's not she's not someone who should be out there interviewing people because she doesn't have that skill set. Clearly, hmm. I mean, nobody's criticized that. These are crappy questions. Wasn't great. It's an hour before the Oscars on the red carpet. It's fluff and nutter. Yeah, God I almighty. Yeah. It's just, God, please, it's insufferable. Yeah, no, it is. It definitely is. But and we're sitting here arguing about no, it? No, not really. But I mean, I... You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's not Aaron Rodgers, right? <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> That's true. All right, let's get to uh, some baseball. You had the Mets beat the Marlins yesterday. Today, they take on the Nationals. Yankees, Blue Jays tonight. Yankees got shut out by the Twins on Monday, one nothing. Uh, you also had the injury news with Jose Quintana. Remember I said last hour, Billy Epler was refuting these reports to say he was going to be out three months. Uh, here he was. When will you know more exactly? It's information. Yep. And, uh, and opinions. Still hoping by Wednesday to have... Hope, hope by Wednesday to have uh, have the same button up. And this stuff was out there on Monday, and so who knows? I hope it's not August, like you said. <laughs> the report was at least three months, yeah. and clearly he is no, not you know, there the yet. The amazing thing is, is when he comes back, there's going to be like making a major trade for a piece. Oh God! Jesus. <laughs> 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 same thing with Harrison Bader, by the way. Uh, How long is he out? That happened over the weekend oblique, too. Huh? Yeah. He's got an oblique. Oblique. We'll see him in June. It's possible. Probably. Yeah, it's yeah. very possible. Uh, WBC, and this is, would we call this pro baseball? You have to call it pro baseball, right? Well, they're yes, not getting paid for playing I WBC, know that, are they? But they are professionals for the paid. most part. Have you, this is the most bizarre ending to a baseball game I've ever seen at this level. Allen is lined into left field base hit. Found it on, and they're going to send him. Here comes the throw. It's cut off. The relay. So, so that perfect game for Puerto Rico as they beat Israel 10 nothing. So we were talking about, does it count, you know, in terms of how you view it as a perfect game? You didn't even have anybody out there in the ninth inning having to get the last three outs perfectly to complete the perfect game. It can't be a perfect game. It just can't. I mean, uh, first saying? of all, if it is a perfect game, where are they putting it? Like, where's, uh, it, going? where's it going in the World Baseball Classic in the, archives? It's the first perfect game in the history of the World Base, Baseball Classic, which okay. has been around for all of, like, eight years. Now, right. you want to call it an eight-inning perfect game? 
That's well. That's what it is. Yeah, it's, but it's an, not an eight inning combined perfect game. Yeah. Edwin Diaz pitched the seventh. Do we know inning. anybody that's on the Israeli team? Jock Peterson and Jock. Uh, Jay Horowitz's kid, uh, grandkid. Right. I mean, I'm talking about Major League Baseball. Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson. Jock yeah. Peterson. The only one. Uh, I don't. Know. Most of the guys minor leaguers. Where was the plumber? Uh, Czech Republic. Okay. The Czech Republic. Yeah. yeah. They, had a plumber they got a team that got Shohei Otani. If you remember. Wait, 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 hold on. Wait, what? They sh- he struck out Shoei Otani. The plumber. The plumber. Yeah, the yeah. Czech Republic Was team? he an electrician or a plumber? It was oh, like a 79-mile-an-hour fastball or something like that. Andrew Gross was another major leaguer on Israel. Boy, I don't know if I recognize. Is that I'm Danny saying, Valencia? Like, the, the point being is that most of them are minor leaguers. Yeah. I, or play Ty in Kelly. Israeli. Remember him? Ty Kelly. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah Danny Valencia is a guy for sure. John right. Peterson. Ian Kinsler is the manager. You know him. Yeah, you of course. And Mike Piazza is the manager of Italy, huh? Yep. And how? And Harvey didn't do terrible the other day, correct? No, he, he did, did well. Not. Yeah. How about that? He's trying to get back in. <laughs> <laughs> and Anyway, Puerto Rico 110 out of the Listen, he did like a polo bleak muscle. <laughs> that is true. The U.S. beat Canada 12-1. Trey Turner and Mike Trout hit home runs. Tim Anderson says we have a relentless lineup. It makes it tough on the pitcher. That, uh, you know, dude out the dude out the dude. So uh, we, we just continue to keep putting the pressure on him. And we kept pulling on him, and uh, we pulled away. Dance with somebody. Dude after dude after Let's dude. Let's go to Anthony and Charlotte quickly. What's going on, Anthony? Good morning. Hey, what's up? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What do you got? Hey, Boomer, you you didn't see the red carpet, you said? No. Oh, man. See, you guys didn't see the video? Yeah, no, I did I, see the I, video. I watched the video. So you saw him roll his eyes at the end? Yeah, because she, because, yes, because she asked terrible questions. So, Boomer, does that remind you of anyone? Maybe a douchey Mac Jones? Oh yeah, it could be a douchey Matt Jones, but douchey Matt Jones was doing it on the field to uh, to embarrass his coaches and his teammates. I thought he was going Boomer and Dave Jennings. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I oh he didn't, you know, you Grant didn't do that. <laughs> he did at the end. He was like, he gave like a face, like, oh my god, like he did do that because there was terrible questions. That's why I was like, wow, how stupid was that? That I just had to subject myself to this idiocy. Now, did you uh, Grant apologize on Twitter or something? I don't know. Instagram, for what? Instagram or for rolling his eyes? Yeah, or something, because he was getting hammered on social media. I don't think so. I don't, I would, I don't know. I would doubt it. Who knows? Uh, Rangers Capitals tonight. Devils Lightning tonight. The Islanders in L.A. against the Kings. You have the Nets in Oklahoma City. We'll have that on the fan for you at 745. Knicks Blazers tonight in Portland. This is a game that they got to win. This is the third worst team in the Western Conference. And, you know, losing those first two games was tough. Come back, win this game, get yourself right. And hopefully Jalen Brunson's going to return soon. We shall see, yes. Um, the Grizzlies beat the Mavericks without Luka Doncic and without Kyrie Irving and without John Moran to enter a counseling program in Florida. Don't know exactly when he will be back. The NCAA tournament begins with the first four couple of games tonight. You've got Southeast Missouri State and Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Then it's Pitt and Mississippi State. You've also got the NIT with Rutgers and Hofstra on WCBS 880 at 7 p.m. Seton Hall, a very late game at Colorado. Yale at Vanderbilt. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Boomer and Geo on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. If you're uh, looking for Aaron Rodgers news, there is a little something as the Jets and Alan Lazard are working towards a contract. That's right. Alan Lazard of the Green Bay Packers, wide receiver, is a free agent. The Jets and Alan Lazard, according to Adam Schefter, are working towards a contract. So that's a very, very, very good sign that the Aaron Rodgers news will happen sometime soon. The only thing I don't know is what number Aaron's going to choose. I'm just waiting. I'm yeah. waiting to have my jersey done, just so everybody realizes that. So, And I've already put my jersey request in. Perfect. You're just waiting on the number. Yes. Could be number 10, could be number 1, could be who the hell knows. But you're just waiting on it. All right. Yeah. So, I was telling you before, Brian Jones was texting me angrily, calling us knuckleheads about knuckleheads. the... Knuckleheads. That's not nice. And this really is not. not I mean, nice. this man is very, very mean. Um, so, uh, he was, uh, wanted to dispute this Lamar Jackson contract situation. Dispute what? <laughs> so I said, call in and let's do it. Enough with this texting crap. Let's, let's handle this. If you got something to say, say it. Yeah, damn it. So all the way from, I'm assuming, Wellington, Florida, the freshly engaged Brian Jones of CBS Sports. Hey, Brian, good morning. Uh, I see that a text from me to you travels the world quicker than a lie. <laughs> yes, it does. You know, when you text the radio host while he's on the air, where that text and, is and going. by the way, uh, Brian, yeah, you sent a text last week and it started a whole fiasco around here, too. So I blame you for last week as well. <laughs> well, uh, duly noted, do not text Gio's ass uh, when he's on the radio. Yeah, because it'll uh, go right on the air. Unless it's something personal. If it's sports, it's going right on the oh, air. Well, time out. It was personal. Stop, stop. Time out. First of all, knuckleheads is, is a term of endearment like my father, Gio. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. So I, I didn't mean that uh, in anger whatsoever. We understand. Uh, and, we understand. And, and, I, and I, I was just sharing with you what I heard. It was ironic you were having this conversation. I had a conversation with a good friend down here last week that rubs elbows with someone in Lamar Jackson's camp. I shared that with you confidentially. Now the whole world knows. Oh, stop right. it. Wait a second. Hold on a second. You can't. You didn't say don't say this on the air. You didn't say this is confidential. I figured your perspective would add to our conversation. That's the way I took it, which was, hey, you're talking about this. This is a perspective that you don't have if you'd like to bring it up. That's the way I took it. If you would have said don't say this on the air, I would have never said it on the air. Understood. And then you, both of you delved uh, into... Let's say defiling my beard <laughs> and my 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 analysis, every damn thing. Way to start Tuesday. Yeah, of course. Well, uh, we do that out of love. So, so what issue uh, do you think, or do you have with what we've been saying about Lamar Jackson and his contract? I have no issue. I was just adding some uh, extra context, and that was it. I didn't have an issue. I I, I agree with the. 
expectations as far as Deshaun Watson and how he's muddied this entire deal with a you know $250 million guaranteed contract. And you look at some of the other better quarterbacks who have performed way better than he has uh, since his exile uh, and his return, and their guarantees were anywhere between, what, $150, $160, $165 million. And, and I think that's where Lamar and his group want to be. It's just going back to the structure. The money, from what I learned last night, was not the issue. It's the structure of the deal, opting out after three or four years of this deal. What type of position is that going to put Baltimore in if that's the case? And you have to. If you're smart, you have to factor in the risk uh, that they're going to take with a quarterback who's been injured the last, what, three three years uh, playing. So uh, that was – it wasn't like any uh, contention with what you guys were saying. More so, it was probably uh, – I was more in agreement with you than not. Well, according to Gio, as we talked to Brian Jones, Gio's former partner and also CBS college analyst – uh, for us uh, in the CBS TV world, uh, you know, Brian, according to Gio, your text said you called us knuckleheads yeah. and you had to turn us off because you got so angry right, at us. And then he did the angry emoji <laughs> face. And we got the angry emoji yeah, face. What I is see. that all about? The angry emoji are you, face. Are you denying that you were angry and turned I've, us off? I've are got, you, are you I denying got receipts. that? I got receipts. Yep. <laughs> you got receipts. Listen, it was not done in anger. I was complimenting because this conversation... It was really reigniting my radio juices. So I was giving you a compliment saying, uh, I miss from time to time this type of banter, these type of real conversations, not manufactured bull dookie <laughs> that we hear the majority of the time. And that's why I turn off all these sports shows. That's what I was saying. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. So now we feel much better than that. Well, you know what? Text messages, emails, as I personally know, can be lost in translation, the brevity, and things of that nature. So, no, I was not, it was, that text message was not sent in anger. Okay. okay. I just uh, saw Brian. an angry emoji, and that's what I thought. So. And by the way, Brian, you know both of us. We're what we're, what we're called faux real. We are always faux real. real. Yes, faux real. <laughs> now, uh, Brian, is it Donald Trump's fault that uh, Silicon Valley Bank fell apart? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hey, Brian, have you ever heard of Barney Frank? <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, okay, good. He's a board member of Signature Bank. You should look into his background. Oh, my God. Well, I know his background. Oh, okay, good. So the Dodd-Frank legislation background, too. And right, right. And he was also the guy that told Donald Trump to release the, you know, relieve some of the regulations. So, yeah. Yeah. He's doing a good That's job being on the board member of Signature Bank. Very good. <laughs> Watching over the bank as a part of uh, you know Dodd Frank, right? All right. So anyway, you're you're, uh, he is. Yeah. you're and making sure uh, they follow the laws to the ladder instead of repealing, making it easier for these guys to do business, and not protect our money is part of the deal as well. Right. Yeah, I know. He got paid to sit on the board, and the bank just shut down. And got yeah. and got taken over. Oh, so good, good job by right. him. Good job by him. Yeah. All right, Doug. Okay, yes. right. How long have you been on the board? And Me too. I want to be on the board too, especially a paid spot. Uh, uh, Brian, your your new fiance is beautiful, and I'm so happy you sent me those pictures and and shared and made me a part of your uh, your, your engagement, and uh, that is awesome. And I'm so happy for you guys. 
And, um, and you know, I think you're doing a great job down there in Wellington, Florida. Well, let, 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 let's hope I get it right this time. You know, nine and a half years with the person, and we're still good friends, have two dogs to uh, from that relationship. And, and uh, uh, by the way, well, I, I'm not going to put our business in the street because it would go all over the world. This is... Right. Geo. That's right. Uh, but thank you, sir. Thank you. you is he going to be your best man? I just, I just want to know, is Gio going to be your best man? Is Gio going to be my best man? Mm. No, my little brother, Josh, will. And we're still working out all those uh, uh, machinations, if you will. We want to have a large gathering. We want to have a small one. Then a reception. I'm too old to be paying for big-ass weddings. Man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And by the way, maybe her father could pay for it. That's usually what happens. <laughs> hey, I understand that. I wouldn't want to put that on the man. So we'll, we'll decide uh, here, here pretty soon which route we're, we're going to take. But, man, uh, I wish my son-in-law felt that way. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, by the way, you know, baby Gio could be the flower kid or the flower girl. Hey. <laughs> He could be the rainbow, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, Brian was the only black man at my wedding, and it yeah. was gr it was great because uh, do you remember when the guy slipped and fell when he was dancing, and you yelled at the top of your lungs, "I love white weddings." <laughs> <laughs> I do recall that. There were, there were a number of things I recall from, from that trip. As a matter of fact, those, I still think about those fabulous pancakes at the Pittsburgh airport. Uh, what's that guy, Simon? Oh, yeah. The, uh, what Your friend, Simon, Michael, Michael Simon. Simon. Oh, Michael Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, my goodness. I remember that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your homeboy, uh, uh, he had a circulation problem on the dance floor. He hadn't made it to his feet. <laughs> yep, that is right. And the other thing I, I brought up the other day, remember uh, me, you, and Winford Tubbs going out in Dallas? Oh, my. I'm trying to forget that. Yes. <laughs> Winford Tubbs? <laughs> Were you guys... That wasn't a catch, and, and I kept, uh, let's say, uh, refereeing that play because of the libations. <laughs> yeah, we that, wanted... That was... Go ahead. It was that we went into one particular establishment that had folding chairs. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, this is what I've been looking for all day. <laughs> bring, me a, bring me another brick. Uh, brick of, uh, of ones. And uh, <laughs> let's try to make this. They end better than it started with my Cowboys being cheated by the, their daddy. The oh, Packers. my God. Uh, yeah, and, and, and did you share with him that Roach Motel you stayed in? Yeah, I think I, I might have. Yes, that was terrible. Yes, there was someone passed yeah. down the elevator. I, I don't know. There was, it was this... Did someone take an Uber from your hotel to, like, Kansas or something? <laughs> I don't, I don't Uber remember. Uber ride? I don't remember that. I just remember me, you, and Winford Tubbs painting the town red. That was a who doesn't belong and why moment for me. <laughs> we had you under our wing, baby. Oh, it was perfect. Care of you. That, that, and you recording every damn thing. That's when I knew I didn't like you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's no witnesses, no evidence, Gio. Come on, man. You no, know, I understand. I understand. Well, listen, uh, we love hearing your voice. I'm glad that you're on our um, our side with the Lamar Jackson thing. And our next uh, caller, Carolyn Astoria, says communists are behind the bank collapse. So that's what we've started here on Boomer and Gio. <laughs> hey, man. Anytime, buddy. Uh, enjoy you guys. And... Uh, Appreciate the work. All right. See you, Brian. And congratulations right, Brian. again. Yes. Thanks, man. All right. <laughs> Brian Jones. Jesus That's Mr. Energy right there. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Me, Brian Jones, are the defensive tackle for the 49ers. Winfred Dubs in an Escalade going around Dallas.
end up at a gentleman's club with folding chairs. Get me out of here. What am did you, I did doing? You ever, did you ever feel like you, you, you couldn't have felt like you were in danger with those two guys? No, 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 not at all. I wasn't feel like I was in danger. I just felt this was like uncomfortable. I was like, I, I was like, I don't know if this is the right place for me. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.